0: Hello, and welcome to step nine. Made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Getting to the ninth step has been a challenging journey. Working the preceding steps has helped us recognize our part in the struggles in our lives. In the eighth step, we made a list of those we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. This willingness releases us from our hard feelings and puts things in perspective so we may find serenity. We are then free to continue our personal growth by facing our past and putting it behind us so we can move forward. For many of us, it was difficult to understand we had harmed anyone. Living with physical, emotional, and spiritual wreckage caused by the disease of addiction left us feeling others were the cause of what had gone wrong. Step 9 begins with acceptance of ourselves. As we learn to forgive ourselves, we are better able to make amends to ourselves and others. We look back over our lives to see when we were at fault. We learn to build new and better relationships. Amends are an essential element in our relationship with our higher power. This does not mean that making amends to others is a precondition imposed upon us by our higher power. Having made a request in our seventh step to have our shortcomings removed, we will inevitably feel a need to clean up and repair the damage we have caused. We may not be completely ready to make amends to everyone on our list the first time around. Take time to meditate. We should not force ourselves into a situation for which we are not ready. It is suggested we let our higher power show us the means, the time, and the place to make our amends. Allowing ourselves to forgive others is sometimes difficult. Forgiveness is an acceptance of another person's humanity with all their imperfections. Anger and resentments, which may have been accumulating for years, are powerful obstacles. Only by letting go of past resentments are we able to make amends and release emotions which may have kept us separated from one another. We most likely need to make amends to the addict. If we are honest with ourselves, we can see how we have tried to control and manipulate the addict in the past. Our instincts told us we needed to fix the situation. Regardless of our motives, we were trying to change others rather than ourselves. This we learned was an impossible feat. There are others in our lives to whom we must be willing to make amends even when we fear they will be unable to forgive us. Sometimes we are surprised by the response we receive. Other times the relationship is beyond mending. Ultimately, the response of others is not what is important. The real work to be done is for our recovery. As we apply the changed attitudes developed in earlier steps to the process of making amends, we experience the satisfaction of forgiving ourselves and others. Suggestions for applying Step 9 As we work toward the peace we are seeking, The following suggestions may be helpful. Start with our amends list from Step 8. Enlist the help of a sponsor for guidance. Ask our higher power to reveal opportune moments to make amends. Ask our higher power to give us courage. We do not have to accept unacceptable behavior. Remember, no one has the right to mistreat us. Ask ourselves if any of the stumbling blocks below apply. Do we think making amends might be embarrassing or humiliating for us? Are we procrastinating or making up excuses? Is our attitude confrontational? Are we afraid or intimidated? Do we harbor resentments toward anyone on our lists? A member shares, After working my first, fourth step, I was excited and ready to continue my journey in this program. I had a goal and a direction. I made a decision to get to the place in my life where I could make amends. I chose to free myself from the guilt, anger, and resentments I had held on to for such a long time. In the beginning, the ninth step was frightening. Now I had become my friend. Getting started with step nine. Step nine is about repairing and rebuilding relationships. Through the process of making amends, we make restitution and begin to mend the damage from our past. In step eight, we survey the damage to make our list. In step nine, we go into action. After prayer, meditation, and speaking with our sponsor, we decide the appropriate method to make each amend. We need to distinguish between apologizing and making amends. When we apologize, we acknowledge and express regret for a fault or wrong we have committed. When we make amends, we take an action to remove or correct the fault or right the wrong we have done to others. We are not trying to justify our actions. We may need to remind ourselves not to feel guilty for decisions and choices we made in the past. We use the tools we had at the time to make decisions we thought were best. We approach each person on our list with gentleness, sensitivity, and understanding. We ask our higher power to provide us with the wisdom and direction we need and to help us overcome our fears and apprehension if they arise. Good judgment, a careful sense of timing, and courage are all the qualities we need to do Step 9. Just saying, I am sorry if I hurt you, sidesteps our responsibilities. We usually know when we have hurt someone. An honest attempt at making amends will promote better relationships with others. This will help rebuild our self esteem so we may live in harmony with others and our higher power. Question number one List ways making amends can help me let go of guilt or blame to aid my recovery. Admitting my wrongs and changing my behavior can help me grow as a person to be healthier and free of pain from the past. It can help me better handle challenges in the present and future. Owning my life with all of my choices and behaviors enables me to focus on the things I can control and let go of what I can't. Number two, what resentments and grudges still interfere with my willingness to make amends? I still somewhat resent that life threw things at me I didn't deserve. There's still a part of me that wants someone to take responsibility for everything I went through. Having a child become an addict is beyond anything I ever imagined would happen in my life. I think I would feel better if I could blame someone and make them fix it. A member shares, It's time for me to make amends and understand how I can do that without harming others. I need to do this humbly, with an attitude of harmony and peace. I call on my higher power to help me know his will for my life and to act accordingly. Made direct amends. In step eight we became willing to make amends to those we had harmed. Under the guidance of our sponsor we came to understand that amends are for our peace and well-being. We understand that unresolved issues are emotionally destructive and, if not addressed, will eventually result in an emotional burden. Rather than carry that burden, we are encouraged to make amends. We recognize we cannot undo the past. We express regret for our past misdeeds and commit ourselves to more appropriate behavior in the future. Direct is the key word. We can invite the person to meet with us, or if face-to-face contact is not possible, a phone call or letter is acceptable. It is important to acknowledge that certain amends require an apology and a remedy. An example would be if what we did resulted in material loss to another. In this case, verbal amends should include an offer of material compensation. Timing is important. Some amends require deferred action. It is not advisable to approach a person who is still in a great deal of pain and suffers from the harm we have caused. Haste may cause further injury, and will not help our personal growth or reconciliation. It may take years for the time to be right to make some amends, just as there may be instances where the timing may never be right for a direct amend. Question number three. What is the difference between apologizing and making amends? Apologizing is saying sorry for doing something wrong, and amends are actions that reflect wanting to be better. Number four. To which people on my list do I need to make direct amends? Myself, my son the addict, my other children, and my spouse. Number five, how can I plan what I'm going to say in order to be concise and avoid blame? I can start by saying this is for step nine of Naranon and that I want to acknowledge that my behavior and choices hurt them. Number six, have I considered practicing or role-playing a direct amends scenario with my sponsor or another trusted Naranon member? I prefer to be alone, but I would consider this if the opportunity arose. Number seven, what does it mean to be carrying baggage? How might this concept relate to making amends? It means being emotionally burdened by feelings and beliefs about myself, others, and the world. Making amends can lift the burdens by changing my beliefs and feelings into more positive ones. Number eight, if my amends are rejected, am I willing to accept the result? I think so, because I know this step is about me, not the reaction of the other people. Number nine, Am I concerned about how I will be treated when I make amends? I'm not concerned about how I will be treated, but I am anxious about the whole process in general. Indirect Amends We may not be able to make direct amends to someone because they are deceased, their location is unknown, or they are inaccessible for some reason. We may make indirect amends to these people through prayer, writing a letter that is not mailed, by doing a kindness to someone else, or performing community service relating to the amends or the person. Question number 10. Are there people on my list to whom I need to make indirect amends? If so, who? I think my close friends and other family members. Number 11. What can I do to offer a kindness to another that would fill the needs of my indirect amends? I can be a better listener to others. I can try harder to see their side. I can be more compassionate and more patient. Number 12. How can writing my indirect amends help me to heal? Writing is a way to express and analyze thoughts, with the emotional safety of not having to actually share them. A member shares, Working Step 9 was hard for me. I had injured one person who, at an early age in my life, had also injured me, my sister. I retaliated by saying mean things to her and about her. When I found Naranon, I started to work the steps. I knew I had to make amends to my sister, regardless of what had happened between us. I learned through Naranon, I can only change myself and no one else. With the help of my higher power, I sat down and wrote her a letter. In it, I told her I loved her and needed my sister in my life. I hoped she could forgive me for saying and doing things that hurt her. I never received a response from her. I am not sure she forgave me, but I do know my higher power did. Today I feel at peace. I will never know if she has forgiven me, because a year and a half ago she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She does not know who I am. But at least she is still a part of my life i know both of us have a higher power and he is working in both of our lives i thank Naranan and all who share their experience strength and hope with me amends to ourselves usually we have harmed ourselves most and need to take the time to set things right some examples of this harm would be tolerating unacceptable behavior neglecting our health misusing our finances and ignoring education or employment responsibilities The defects and behaviors we identified in our Step 4 inventory will help us decide if we should include ourselves when making our Step 8 list. Step 9 allows us to complete the work we began in the previous steps. We find changing the behaviors we discovered is one way to make amends to ourselves. For instance, seeing a doctor regularly, establishing personal boundaries, setting up a budget or savings plan, pampering ourselves, and setting aside time for spiritual reflection. Making amends to others is easier. When we begin with ourselves question number 13 what behaviors have i changed by making amends to myself i am better at enforcing boundaries at speaking up for myself and i am committed to regularly attending therapy i am better at recognizing when i'm trying to control others and do my best to step back and live my life instead of the lives of others number 14 how have i harmed myself by holding on to resentments Holding on to resentments harm me by making me a slave to the pain of the past. I don't want to live with emotional pain. Number 15. What financial goal can I set and what is my plan to achieve that goal? I'm not sure at this time. Number 16. What is my favorite way to treat myself? Getting a massage. Number 17. How has making time for spirituality enhanced my recovery? I have been better able to accept the things I cannot change, by trusting in God's plan for my life. A member shares a story on amends. As I began making my list of amends, one of the people on my list was my older son. His father had abandoned me while I was pregnant, and we only spoke of him twice in 30 years. I felt I needed to make amends for controlling access to his father. Despite any excuse I made, the real reason I never talked about his father was that I held resentments for his leaving us, I withheld any relationship my son could have because I felt his father didn't deserve it. During a step workshop, I shared with my partner that I had resentment against one person I was not able to let go. My partner said, I will always hurt until I let it go. He said, try praying to bless him and to change yourself. I laughed but agreed to try. When I found out my son's father had cancer, it became clear I needed to let go of bad feelings I had harbored for so long. I spoke honestly to my son about his father and my feelings of abandonment. I apologized for playing God. I gave him the information he needed to make contact if he wished to do so. Then I let it go. I found a tremendous amount of peace in my heart by releasing that resentment. Except when to do so would injure them or others. There can be situations where making amends could result in serious consequences. There may be the threat of violence and further emotional or verbal abuse, In cases of infidelity, there are possible irreparable damages which could harm others. Remember that injuring others may include us. Other examples of injury are loss of employment, imprisonment, or alienation from family. Careful consideration of the amends to be made is recommended. Talk with a sponsor, pray, meditate, and seek guidance from a power greater than ourselves. Question number 18. What situations may require I wait for a better time? To my knowledge, I haven't hurt anyone irreparably, so I don't think I need to wait for a better time. I just need to be mindful of a good time when others aren't too busy or stressed. Number 19. Sometimes partial restitution is all that is needed. Is there a way I can make a partial amends? I can strive to make amends, but if I only make partial amends, then I will accept that as my best effort. I will give myself permission to not expect perfection a step nine story i grew up with several addicts in my family as a child i handled things the best i could and always felt i did well considering the circumstances both my father and brother died due to complications caused by their addiction while working step eight i put myself on the top of the list of persons i had harmed naturally i was also first on my amends list when i began step nine followed by my mother father and brother making amends to myself was the easiest I had wounds that festered over the years and inflicted wounds I never recognized. Understanding the source of those wounds was comforting, and I finally came to grips with the consequences of growing up in a dysfunctional family. I believe that working this program and attending meetings on a regular basis are each a form of amends. When I was young, I treated my father with contempt. As an adult, I found myself behaving the same way toward all addicts. Changing that behavior is an action that speaks louder than words, and is the best way i found to make amends. Turning contempt into compassion allows me to view addicts differently. Every time I treat my addicted daughter, or any addict, with respect and understanding rather than contempt, I pay homage to my brother and father. My deceased mother is another person on my amends list. I was often angry at her for doing things for my father that he should have done for himself. I had no understanding or patience for my mother's enabling. And i often let her know how i felt in a very disrespectful manner i have now walked a mile in her shoes as later i did the same thing with my daughter my amends to my mother include helping newcomers get an understanding of this difficult problem and doing it with love kindness and respect i see my mother in every newcomer the self-healing i experienced by making amends was a pleasant surprise and lifted a burden i carried since childhood making amends to myself was long overdue I can proceed down my list feeling a little lighter and more willing to make direct amends to my daughter and others. Reflections on Step 9 Step 9 is a very powerful and empowering process. It offers us the opportunity to develop the kind of relationships we would like to have and grow into the people we want to be. In Naranon, we choose to develop new relationships and associate with like-minded individuals. In Step 7, we gained humility. Now we use our humility to make direct amends to those we harmed. In Step 8, we used our sponsor or trusted program friend to identify individuals we had harmed and the damage caused. We prepared for the encounter by praying for courage, strength, good judgment, and guidance. In Step 9, we may choose a quiet and neutral place to make direct amends. When face-to-face contact is not possible, we can write a letter or make a phone call. If a person has passed away, we may choose to offer an act of charity in the name of the deceased. It is important to remember that amends are mostly for our benefit. It can free us from the burden of guilt and shame. We ask nothing from the other person but to listen and receive our amends. We do not ask for forgiveness, nor do we rationalize or expect understanding. We offer amends, strive to change our behaviors, and let go of the outcome. The ninth step asks us to make amends to those we have harmed. This does not mean to just say we are sorry, something we may have assumed was required. Changed behavior is a sincere means of making amends. The desire to make a sincere effort to continue our path of recovery and awareness now leads us to Step 10. Thank you for listening. Join me next time as we move on to Step 10.